Welcome to Hypothetically Sound, a podcast about life, pulp culture, family, hosted by Alec, Randy, and Xavier. This is the first episode, Reconnecting. For full video of the podcast, head over to our YouTube channel, Hypothetically Sound. Hey, hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Hypothetically Sound. My name is Randy. I am joined with my other host, Alec. My- Oh man, we're so awkward. Hey, what's up? My name's Alec. And my name is Xavier. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to our first ever podcast. It's gonna be really awkward, probably for the first like all episodes, but don't worry about it. It's worth it. Uh it'll, it'll get better, I promise. I promise. <laughs> uh yeah. So we're cousins. Uh, you know, uh I'm t- I'm I was gonna say twenty. I am thirty-two. I am the damn, oldest. Damn right, you boomer. <laughs> I'm the oldest of everyone here. Uh, we got my younger brother Alec, uh, who is twenty something. I don't know. I don't care about his age. I, I am twenty five. <laughs> and then we got my cousin Xavier, also twenty five. Well, he's younger than me though. By, by okay, okay, <laughs> doesn't make you the bigger person here. I'm hold on. There, I, I'm the bigger person in many ways in the situation. Yeah, well, brain Except science. My nose. Uh, but as you guys saw, this episode is titled Reconnecting. Uh, so we're just going to, you know, talk about us reconnecting. We uh, got split apart, basically, when we were pretty young. Uh, family situations happened. Uh, people moved away. We moved away. Everybody moved away. And then through the power of Instagram, which is weird, the power of Instagram, I found one of uh, my other cousin's Instagram pages for his streaming, uh, Kevin, who's not here, Xavier's older brother. Uh, and I started talking to him, and then we got reconnected with Xavier, and you know, the rest is history. Pretty much. But not only just that, too, we're going to talk about a lot of other things as well. Um, not even just on this episode, but in the future. Um, one of the things that I wanted to look at was kind of like, You know, some people take pictures in their life, things like that. Um, But I'm also looking at kind of using this as just like a benchmark of life. Come look at these days back at, you know, the videos that we recorded and just kind of see, you know, what our mindsets were, what kind of things we wanted to accomplish and then see as we grow from that as time goes on. Yeah, I believe it's more about the experience than anything else. Definitely. I think uh, we're in a a very privileged generation where uh, we are able to record more than just have still pictures, we're able to record and have our mindsets put out to the world so we can look back, other people can look back when we're gone and see where we were at a certain point in our life. And that's a really, really cool thing uh, to be able to do. So I'm excited about doing the podcast, getting our feelings and our thoughts out in the world. And like you said, having that momentum to look back on when times change. I'm also really interested to see how other people you know, their reactions or if they have any input, you know, kind of where other people's views are, um, especially when we talk on some of these topics, it's going to be a kind of a doorway um, just to kind of see how other people feel. I'm also, kinda... oh, my bad. I'm also excited to, in like, you know, a couple of years to look back at this and see how much uglier we got. <laughs> yeah, you're the only one on that boat. Oh, am I? Because like your nose doesn't stop growing, dog. Okay, listen, it it did at the age of what is the science behind this? Age twenty one. Listen, did it? Did it really? Maybe you got not. pictures uh, of when you were twenty one. 
I don't know, dude. I'm worried. Stop. <laughs> no, it's going to be like that old man's from all. Well, I feel, guys, that it's important if people are going to listen to us or watch us on YouTube, it's important that they, you know, get at least a feeling of who we are. So I, I think it's only appropriate the uh, first episode that we each give a little introduction to who we are, what our past is, what things like that. Um, so being the oldest, most mature, best looking, uh, one of the group. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'll start, and then you guys can follow up. Um, so, said earlier, my name is Randy. I am 32, as I said, as before. Uh, gamer, sports fan, bachelor degree person. I don't use it, because, you know, uh, world. Grew up in North Minneapolis with pretty big family, extended family. We had Xavier, Alec, Xavier's older brother, another one of my cousins, like eight other cousins. We had people who weren't blood, but were like blood, and we spent a lot of time together. And then, uh, as with a lot of people, hardships happen, we lose things, people move on, move out, and you get separated. During that time, you know, I was a bad little kid, and by little, I mean I was like 14, 15 at this time, and not so little, I was 5'11", 380 pounds, so definitely wasn't little. Uh, I've always been big my whole life. Perfectly happy with that. Went to Wyzetta High School in Minneapolis. Big sporting place. Then moved to Wisconsin. Got my high school degree while acting. It was fun. I turned that acting into a college passion. Went to Augsburg for a year. Then went to UW-Lacrosse for three years, seven years. wasn't three years. It was seven years because I uh, double majored. But... You know, that's, that's life. You do things that you think you want to do, and they might not always end up the way you want, but at least it was experience. I had a blast. Spring break, friends, drinking, partying, girls, acting. It, it, it was a blast. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, very down-to-earth person. I like putting people before me. I do whatever it takes to make sure someone's happy. You'll see during this, I'm a very opinionated person. I am a social justice warrior, as my brother likes to call me, uh, just because when I see something being wrong, I try to do it. Oh. And that's me, in a very condensed nutshell. You'll figure out more about me as podcasts go on. Whoever wants to go next can go. Yeah, I'll go. Well, um, my name is Xavier. I am 25 years old. Um, currently, I am a manager of a tech repair store, just fresh off of getting a software development degree, going to be going back for a network specialist degree as well. So that's kind of a little background there. Much like, you know, Randy was saying, very opinionated about some things. Uh, otherwise, I'm more of the, uh, I take the objective approach, I believe would be the best word for that. I like to look at things from every angle possible. Um, so you definitely hear a lot of objection from random angles from me during a lot of the podcasts and things like that. I have lived in Wisconsin my pretty much my entire life. Um, you know, kind of as Randy mentioned earlier about people moving and stuff like that. I got separated from them around the age of five or six, somewhere around there. Um, so it's been quite a long journey. Um, things changing a lot. Uh so I'm excited to see where things go from here. So like I said before, I'm Alec, uh, 25. Same story, separated when I was about six. Uh, the only difference was is that I spent uh, a lot of my days and summers back in Minnesota uh, visiting my dad and family and whatnot until about high school. Then I, like sophomore year, I stopped. 
going as much. I went to college for a year and then I dropped out. Uh, just wasn't prepared for it, like monetary wise and just mentally. Uh, I did have some fun while I was there with friends. I lived in a house full of a bunch of guys and they were all older than me. Sounds kind of weird. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went to school for graphic design. I draw some. I do art. I make t-shirts and hoodies. We're actually wearing a couple. And that's been fun. Uh, hopefully, I can get back to school again someday soon. And yeah, that's pretty much me. Awesome. Yeah, I lied. It wasn't me. Psych! <laughs> fooled you. Yeah, I'm pretty opinionated. I'll be honest. This is a fair warning. I, pretty I'm opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, loud. Sorry. I'm loud and obnoxious, and I say outlandish things sometimes. Uh, but I do stand by what I say for the most part. Like there's, and I will proudly admit I'm wrong when I am wrong. And I do look at all all the other options, but I won't like back down from what I believe in at all. So that's me. way to be. Way to be. I like it. I like it. But yeah, uh, there goes us guys in a nutshell. Uh, as I said, we're three cousins. Um, so the purpose of this podcast, we're back together again. Uh, we sit in Discord with each other pretty much every day, uh, talking about random topics, random things, anime, movies, video games, life, what we would change, what we did, things like that. And we thought it was only right to share it with the world because we enjoy it and we think other people would enjoy it, learn things, uh, debate us with things. Uh, anything like that. So if you guys ever, as you're watching this, uh, yeah, questions or opinions, please comment on YouTube, comment on wherever you're watching this, uh, podcast, yeah. websites, anything. And we'll definitely bring them up in episodes and talk about them. And we'll you know, talk debate to you right you. there in the comment. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Uh, so what you guys can expect uh, moving forward. Like I said, we're going to have episodes focused on anime. Uh, fo- more focused on like Marvel movies versus DC movies, uh, games, technology, games, uh, TV all shows, yeah, anything that we can really think of. You know, a lot of the time too. I guess just depending on how severe some of the topics are. Um, you know, we may cover you know some of the things just going on in society too in life, um, and just kind of you know how we see it from our perspective, um, and. Back to what Randy was mentioning before, we applaud um, or we want people to give their perspective of things because, you know, you can only get a full picture of something by having the input of many. You know, when you're one person and you're taking your own perspective, you're not the only person um, involved in majority of these things. And the perspective of others is what's going to give you a full encompassing picture versus just looking at it one way. And we try to do that as peacefully as possible. This conversation is what makes the world go round. You can't yeah. move on without talking about it. Exactly. And things might get heated every once in a while, but we all, all three of us understand that it's love and like we're all headstrong. Our family is headstrong people. That's the problem with our family, why things turn out the way they are. But uh, I think all three of us have grown and learned enough in life that we understand that words are words and like you can move on from heated arguments without taking things too personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, we still are, you know, you're still my cousin. You're still my family member. You've still been there. Um, and the same thing goes even for like, you know, random people. You're still just a random person if you argue with them or have a debate. Rather, um, arguments are not really something that we necessarily want as much as we want to debate. 
Um, so that's always one thing to keep in mind too, is that, you know, why I ask or why I say, you know, if you have opinions, share those because we're not looking to argue anything with you, rather looking at to debate with you so that maybe you can see it from a different angle. Maybe we can see it from a different angle and at the you know end of the road makes us all better people. 100%. And I think that's an important thing that people forget. Like in a debate, like, yes, you're trying to get people to like, take your side of things, but you're also your your focus in the debate is to educate someone on your side of things to sway them your way. And if you fail, you fail. Like it happens. Like I don't expect someone to that's a Green Bay Packers fan to become a Vikings fan because I state these facts on why the Vikings are better. Uh like statistically though. <laughs> statistically, uh, yeah. Uh we're not gonna talk about that. Uh <laughs> but uh Let's get into the crux, the crux of this podcast. Like you said, it's about reconnecting. And I think uh, it'll be beneficial for all of us to talk about what it's like to be connected again after 15 plus years of really not talking to each other. I think in from, like you said, six, you guys were six. I was 13. Uh, from 13 to 32, we saw each other maybe twice. Mm. Uh, where we randomly ended up in your hometown and we saw you that way. So uh, I know, uh, let's start with uh, Xavier. What What's it like to just one day you're sitting there on the computer and Kevin's like, hey, I'm talking to Randy and Alec again. Come join. What was that like for you? What was it like for me? Uh, Alt F4, blink, let me join that <laughs> chat real quick. Um, no, it, and the big thing was, is like, it was kind of mind boggling because me personally, I don't use social media. I never really have used social media. And a lot of people do use that as an outlet to kind of communicate with each other. I never did that. Uh, I used it maybe at the beginning of high school, my freshman year for a month or two and then deleted my Facebook. Um, so to have an avenue or have a way for us to, be, you know, come back in contact, um, to me, it was a no brainer. I wanted to take that opportunity right away. Um, so it, it definitely, it definitely was unexpected. Um, especially when you live your life, you know, move, I can change things in my life. Um, so given the opportunity, it's really good to take things like that. So I, that was my mindset on it as I was like, yeah, yeah, great. Fantastic. Let's go. Um, I don't have much family anyway, so um, I would love to have what family I can have. So, uh, how Alec, about you? I, yeah, like, how did you feel when I told you that I uh, found Kevin on Instagram and started talking to him again? Uh, okay, so as Randy mentioned, our family's headstrong, you know, and we all have our issues, especially when it comes to one another. Um, and Rand, when Rand told me that, I was like, oh, that, that that's that's dope. Like, it's really awesome. It's really cool. Uh, but instantly in my head, I'm like, have fun with your one convo, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? It, it did get to the point where we were like, oh, we're going to play games with Kev. Like, that's what Randy just said one day. He's like, we're going to play games with Kev. Kev's going to be there. Uh, we hop in there. Xavier's there. And, like, from that point, like, I was happy. I was like, holy shit. Like, these are, it's, like, actually happening. We're talking to people that we were very, very close, younger. Like, all my early, early memories are with Xavier. And mm. and I'm, I was, like, I was so stoked. And I was kind of scared because I was afraid that they wouldn't like me as a person. 
and um, yeah, it turned out really well. We were a lot more common, like personality wise and ideal wise than I thought we would be because we all did grow up like even me and Rand, we all did kind of grow up in like different ways and around different types of people. So it was a pleasant surprise. I was, I was real happy. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a big change. I think that uh, at the same time too, right? It's very easy to get distance from the ones that you know and you love, especially when you move away and stuff like that. Um, you start to live, you know, on a different, on a different path, you know, um, your day-to-day interactions, work, things like that, your interests don't always align or they start to, you know, vary in different directions. So um, it's really cool to see that even being, you know, away from each other for so long that we still had so many interests in common um, or things that, you know, we could meet in the middle on. So that was really, really cool as well. And I think, like, what hurt me so much when all this happened was I had... Like I had you, I had Kevin, I had Jamal, two of my cousins, I had Andrew, like we were always together, like from when I was like nine to 14, like we were always together. We did everything together, everywhere we went, birthday parties, the whole nine, we were together. And expectations were that you two and Joey were always going to be together. Like you guys are going to grow up and be the better version of us four because we play sports uh and like we were like yeah we're gonna get you guys to do it you guys are gonna be good like i changed your diapers like you guys were together and to see that not happen really hurt me like because i knew how important that time was in my life to who i became today like even though i'm a completely different person than i was then like i let i'm never gonna let that time disappear like i'm gonna remember it. it's gonna shape my future plans and when Things happen that we're kids we can't control and your mom moves away, then our mom moves away and we're all just separated. Like, even though we're a state away, like, we were still too far away to be separate, uh, to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And to get that chance to, like, have you and Alec reconnect and be friends again is the most important thing, too. Like, I'm glad that we are where we are right now in life, that you two mm-hmm. are so connected and everything, because that's what I wanted out of everything. I had it and I wanted you guys to have it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty wild too. So like, you know, as we have this conversation too, um, one of my coworkers just the other day um, was kind of conversating about how he has a lot of uh, siblings. um, And he actually has one that, you know, he hasn't seen in four years. And then he, he goes, yeah, but the funny part is, is she lives in the same city as me. And I was like, you know, just like kind of mind boggled and you don't really realize um, and, you know, I told him right away, I was like, man, you guys should really, you know, get together and do stuff because you don't really realize um, how important family, um, relatives, things like that are um, until you don't have them. And I mean, and even, you know, some people can't have them or whatever the case is there. Um, but it really does make a difference. And, you know, having whether it's friends, family, you know, whether it's family that you you know, friends that you make your family, regardless of what it is, it's just very, very important to keep those connections. Um, Cause it really can save your own life. You know what I mean? Like, um, and it can save someone else's life. So that's one thing that I will never throw away now that I've been able to establish that bond and that connection. Um, Cause it's something to me that's, you know, really dear to the heart and helping me kind of make it through my day to day life. So yeah, I'm, I'm like a puppy. Dude. I wait by my computer until you get home. 
and then like my tail wags real real good when you get on. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you can say that's weird all you want, Xavier. Okay, it's weird. It's weird. All right, weird person. I think uh, to follow on that, like he said that they live in the same town. Like it's easy to to even living in the same town. We lived in while we were in high school. We lived only three hours away, a three hour drive. It wasn't like we were cross country or anything. It was a three hour drive. We both could have made that any day of the week. And yet it never happened because it's, I think it's like a mental thing. It's like harder, easier said than done. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to get in that because of the same reason, like when we all hopped in the first call, like what if I'm not what they expect or what if I'm not someone that they like, or what if they're not the person that I would think they would be at this point in time. Right. Right. And I think that's an important aspect too. Like family's important. Like we were talking, like we just explained how important it is to us. But I think I've also learned in my time on this earth and with our family that it's also important to know when to let go of people and relationships in your life. Like you're always going to be my family and like, I'm going to be sad if something happens to you. If you need something like more than likely, I'm going to help you out. But like I will distance myself if your toxic behavior is too much for me. Like I'm okay with people doing what they have to do to be happy. But when you, your happiness is dependent on people's sadness. That's when I think it's very important to learn how to say, no, take a break from this person. And you can always, and it's up to you how many chances someone gets. So if you really want this relationship to work, it is up to you to determine if that was the last chance or if you're going to give the person another chance. Uh, Obviously, uh, this goes without saying, if you're being abused or anything like that, there aren't extra chances. You need to do what it takes to get away from it. But when it comes to just like arguments, heated debates, uh, and stuff like that, like it's up to you to make something work or not to work and then which again that too you know there's a fine line between you know emotional abuse is also a thing so Mm -hmm. uh, definitely something that you know again family is really important but and and that's what i can't stress the most is like um you know even to people that are listening um there are you only have so much family um and if you are someone you know who's emotionally abusive or anything like that you know what value is it to to hurt the people in your own family and things like that or anyone for that matter um i just want to throw that out there that you know just love one another you know life's too short um the world moves at a crazy pace i mean if you look at society nowadays the things that we've been dealing with the whole covid situation and that's probably just the start of it of what we're going to see in the coming years so um you know just Tone it back and love one another instead of being so angry all the time. But please do have your opinions on things because that's what makes us people. Well, that that got that got deep. Uh, and since we're uh, talking about deep, let's uh, move on to our next topic of discussion: uh, future plans and goals. Like I, I think it's important to uh, always be trying to think ahead in life. Um, and the only way to stick to plans and goals is to speak them out loud. At least in my perspective. If you put them out into the world, people have to uh, hold you accountable. 
for less, especially when something so public as a podcast or videos and stuff. Like you're gonna be held accountable for what you say here. So, uh, good yeah. luck. <laughs> you uh, as well, yeah. <laughs> Alec. Uh, future goals or plans? All right. So, uh, a big one is getting rid of some of this tummy. You know, it's gone on for way too long. I'm 25. You know, and I want that life to be shorter than it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a big goal is going back to school uh for graphic design or graphic art or something with art maybe even as like a teacher i don't know just something with art uh something i can actually see myself doing every day um if i'm like stuck doing it gotta enjoy it at some point i also do eventually want to open up a business where i make my own things or freelance so that's 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 my main like goals uh my goal that's always been a thing since i was younger is just to be happy to wake up with like minimum stress and worries you know wake up and not have to worry if like a bill got paid or the water's running or anything like that because that's always the worst (laughs) yeah i think i think like the end goal is just to wake up and like want to wake up you know not be there for 10 minutes in bed debating whether or not it's even worth leaving and yeah, in uh, terms of whether or not to go to back to bed or not is yeah. what you're referencing here right kind of like if we're going to be real it, it, it's 50 50 right because like i don't want to die i don't but in terms of myself sometimes that that seems like the easier option right just because there's just so stressed out or anxious or depressed that like yeah that just seems like the easier option than to try to push through the day and i don't i don't want that for anyone ever and i don't want that for myself um yeah that's my goal is to to get there and it's not and i can't say that it's it's an easy goal to attain and it maybe it doesn't take a lot it can literally take me me just having a decent job that i like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it's not a super hard goal to attain but like i think that's what like the schooling and stuff will help with is getting to the point where i look forward to the day instead of not because everyone has Which, rough and that's a thing right yeah but it shouldn't be rough every day you should have mm-hmm. days where you're, you're you're happy you should have more days where you're happy to go to wake up and do things than you have not yeah for sure for sure for sure don't fall for the the schooling fallacy that school i only say that i only say that because with a graphic arts degree it makes it easier for me to get higher up in a company or exactly or there are reasons to get the paper yeah to, to mm-hmm. start my company so mm-hmm. yep there's always reason to get the paper. I know that like, a lot of people are, you know, that's that's a whole other topic, right? Is like the whole debate on whether or not it's worth going to school or yeah. do you really need a college degree, all that stuff. And the answer is yes. A hundred percent yes. Because unless you have some crazy portfolio or some crazy, you know, uh, display of what you're capable of doing that you can, you know, guarantee and verify that it's yours and all of that, um, you're not going to get anywhere. You're really not. They're not even going to spend the time looking at you un- unless you know someone, right? Um you know, it's all about who you know. Um, but it's not just about who you know. It is also about what you know and what you can display that you know. Um, schooling isn't just for the, 
the fact that you can say you know something, but it shows dedication. It shows that you can, you know, obtain good grades, you know, that you can have a goal, set a goal, uh, you know, commit to that goal and then follow through with it. Um, there are a lot of things that school display other than just being a piece of paper. So that's always something to remember, too. But yeah, that, I just figured I'd have a little side trail on that topic because that was, uh, I was just thinking about that. Oh, that's uh, fair. It's fair. Yeah, no. It's, a, it's what people have to uh, hear. I wish in high school someone told me. And that's the thing. Like they tell you how important college is in high school, mm-hmm. but they tell you for for the wrong ways. In the wrong ways, they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you just need a diploma because you need a diploma. You need to continue. That's what everyone does." But like getting a diploma and doing well in high school pretty much pays for that, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't like they tell you about scholarships and stuff, but like they need to like really like tell you how much schools really do cost you, not mm-hmm. just the school itself, but you have your living wages and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. like they need to like teach you that like saving money in high school is okay, like having fun's cool, but also save some money or you know, work hard so you don't have to pay that co- uh, college fee. You can get them scholarships and live good, bless you, and mm-hmm. live good. And it's just, Ian, like, it helps set a habit, too, when you do get into college to, like, you know, focus on your work a little bit more than just partying and finding that balance of having a good time and doing the right thing. Yeah, I agree. That's one thing that didn't teach very well in my high school anyway. Um, not mine either. And I know for sure not Rand's. Not going to say the name or whatever because it's not very nice to do that. But, yeah, they definitely... uh. They had some like money management classes and stuff like that, which are really good um, in terms of just basic idea or concepts of saving or um, having micro. Uh, what are they? What are they? I can't remember what it was called, but uh, essentially, you like you save, you save, you 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 pick something that you want, and then you know out of all your paychecks, you save a specific allotted amount until you reach that goal, and then you reward yourself for reaching that goal. Things like that. So that's how uh, I got my first decision. Yeah, definitely, definitely something that was valuable there. But otherwise, college was never really. I actually dropped out of high school, so I uh, went dropped out of high school, got my GED, and then actually started college before my year was going to graduate anyway. So actually, was ahead of the game by doing something I shouldn't have done, but um, worked out for me, I guess. That's an I exception. That, that is that is definitely an exception. Yeah, yeah. like everybody. Oh, bad. No, dude, it's weird. <laughs> So it's a weird system. It's a weird system that we live in. You know, it's definitely one thing that's true that a lot of people say is like, you know, we do live in quite the system. Um, that being a fine example of it, the fact that I could drop out of high school and get my GED and actually start college, um, you know, and be a semester in already by the time my my class was graduating from high school at the time. So um, definitely a weird scenario how that works, but I guess it does. Yeah, I just uh. I know there's a lot of people out there that like use that argument too. Is like, oh, there's people who drop out of school all the time that like go get their GEDs right away and get to mm-hmm. school or go to the workforce. Or how many celebrities are there that are like, yeah, I'm not a high school graduate, and like that's great, that's fantastic for them. But uh, it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not. Doesn't really work out all that great. I mean, you know, when you can take AP classes and things like that in high school that actually reduce the costs um, for you when you go to college. Um, because those classes will give you actual college credits in high school. Um, you can save thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars by just applying yourself for a little bit while you're in high school. Um, you know, just game, go to school, 
get your work done and then it pays off huge in the end you know when you're talking thousands and thousands of dollars cheaper in terms of getting a college degree yeah there's many ways to play the game of life don't don't pick the hard way yeah that's for sure that's for sure that's absolute truth uh but yeah same i got a lot of goals too uh that's kind of like what i was mentioning early um about going back for network specialists or network administrator um it's gonna be pretty interesting to see uh, what I'd like to do is get kind of an idea of network infrastructure um, and then ultimately end goal, you know, work for a development company, whether it be a software development company, a game development company, whatever the case is. Um, but there's definitely a lot of steps along the way. That's also another thing that you hear all the time, you know, younger kids like I want to be a game developer. I want to do this. Um, there's definitely a lot of things that are on the path to doing so, um, you know, software development, network networking um things like that all kind of play a role in that so for me i have a lot of goals for things that i need to obtain like that that are going to take quite a long time probably going back to school even one more time after networking um for security so that'll be interesting to see they kind of play a role um kind of play hand in hand so uh it'll be quite a journey for me that's it. I am my my journey is school. I'm going back to school again, again, and again. I'm not going to be a full time student or anything because I know that that's a common thing that people will do. Um, learners for life that just like go back to school for degree, degree, degree after degree. Um, but you know, there's got to be an end goal somewhere in all that, right? Mm-hmm. So. Oh, definitely. What about you, Ren? <sighs> goals. What are those? No, um, obviously the number one goal in my life is slim down. Uh, like Alex said, want to live longer. Uh, probably shouldn't be alive right now as it is anyways. Uh, been over 400 pounds since I was 16. Uh, can't be good on my body. Uh, so I need to lose weight. It's a struggle, but got to just keep working at it. Uh, long-term goal I've had since I started doing it. Uh, I will be in a movie one day. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, I think part of that plan is uh, losing some of the weight and getting an agent. What up? Does it does it matter what type of movie it is? Because I'm sure I can <laughs> pick one pretty easily. Uh, mm, I heard they pay well. Yeah, but you're going to have to take the brunt of the the force. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I will be in a Hollywood budgeted Netflix movie or HBO. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna act like it's always been a dream. And I let things that happen in college with my size and not being cast because of my size like take too much of a space in my head. So I stopped acting because like, if I can't get a role in college, why in the hell would I possibly get a role in any other place? And I just have to, rem- like, it's something I'm still getting over. Uh, and I just have to remember, like, not every director is the same. Not every producer is the same. Uh, like, I went from Augsburg, where they gave me a scholarship to be an actor, a full, like, almost a full right scholarship, just unfortunately wasn't enough, to lacrosse, where they just didn't care for me at all like they just didn't care for me as an actor and it happens and i just have to remember that 
there were people in my life that like who saw the potential, saw what I could do, and then there are people who didn't see it. And it you just got to be able to take those no's. And at that point in my life, with depression and things, I just wasn't able to take that no and move forward. So that's the goals: lose weight and you know get into a TV show, movie, get on screen. That's that's the goals. So talking about how depression held me back from one of my goals so far. Uh, and there's other things that I'll talk about in a little bit, but what do you think is holding you back mentally from achieving these goals? I can start. Okay. It's going to sound weird, but it's like the fear of loss, right? It's not the fear of failure. Cause I, I personally honestly think that I can, can do it and can make it right. Like I honestly do think this, However, I also know I'm, I'm kind of a fuck up, and my biggest fear is getting it all and then losing it, right? And so in my head, it's why even, like, a lot of times it's like, why even push myself to get it if I know I'm just going to lose it, you know? And I feel like losing something is worse than failing because you had it at one point. I know that sounds really weird, but like, I don't know. In my head, it's it, it seems better not to have it ever than to have it and then lose it. Yeah, that's one like one of those objects of like uh, perception, though, right? Because you know, it's you could say that, right? But at least you know you could get there versus not ever being able to get there, right? So it can definitely be worse to lose it, but. At the same time, you know you were capable of getting there. So you have, you know, if you once got there and then lost it, it just means that you have different obstacles to worry about rather than never getting there. So, like... Yeah, yeah. But, like, I feel it comes to the, the next part is, like, yeah, it's great that we made it. And you can sit uh, say that, like, I got it once. I could probably do it again. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you lose it. And, and, like, you can't, you can't, like, no one can tell you how your mentality is going to be after it gets lost, if it ever does. But after you lose something, you see a lot of people when they lose, for example, their fame and stuff, they never get it back and they, they, they like lose their absolute fucking minds because... They spiral downward, yeah. Yeah, and I and I feel like that may be me. I feel, and that, that's, that adds on to it. It's like I feel like if I get it all and I lose it, I'm going to be lower than where I started. Yeah. I guess it's just a matter of how you take it, right? Yeah, and like, and again, I can't, I can't say. I, I think in life, I take most bad things with stride. I am a very, in emergencies and stuff, I'm very calm, very thoughtful. I, I think things through as best as I can to make the situation not as shitty. You can ask Grand; we've been through a lot of that, mm-hmm. and, um. It's just, it's just like some, like everyone has their limit, right? And like, what if that's mm-hmm. it? What if that is the thing that like breaks me to, to not do it again? You know what I'm saying? And that's just the fear. And I know it's a mm-hmm. it's kind of a dumb fear. No, but, I mean that's a mental thing that can hold you back, definitely. But like, I guess there's no way to find out how you're gonna handle it until it happens, and there's no guarantee that it will happen after you have it. But like. I will be one of those people that make it, and and when I do make it, I'm like, I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act like I don't know nobody. First of all, right? <laughs> myself, I'm gonna keep the ones that I have now. I ain't gonna add nobody, nothing, and like I'm gonna, I'm gonna seclude myself, do what I do, and hope for the best. That that's my mindset on it, and that's I think is gonna be what is the driving force to help me make it. But that is always going to be in the back of my mind because you work so hard to get there. You lose it. You you go through all the mental toll of like, fuck, I got to do it again. Like, what if I can't? And mm-hmm. that slowly can drag you down into the abyss. Yeah, definitely. Definitely never ending cycle. And like even now, when I start up projects and stuff, I'll get it started and it'll look all right. Like with my drawings and stuff. And then I'll sit there. And I will I will sit there on days just looking at it. Like I won't I will I'll turn on my iPad and just stare at it for three, four hours at night until my iPad dies. And I'll be like, I I don't want to touch it because like if it's great, awesome. That's just one step closer. But at the same time, it's like it's like I don't yeah. I don't know if I should. I, I it's just it's just a mental block that hopefully one day I get over and just run and not hit it again. Yeah, you can do it, man. Everyone can always get over that stuff, right? Hope As so. People. Yeah, no, you can do it. You can do it. Definitely can. What are you in? Uh, so, obviously, I'm a big dude. Big, big dude my whole life. Uh, and my mental block has to do with food. I have a very unhealthy relationship with food. Um <laughs> Like growing up before Alec was born, I would eat school lunch, breakfast, go to grandma's, eat something there, uh, get picked up by our mom, and then head home. And then we usually ate fast food. Uh, that was my life cycle. And I wanted, when I was younger, I really wanted to be like my dad. And so I would try to eat what he did, do what he did. My dad's a big dude. Uh, and then when I was 11, I broke my jaw and was wired shut for almost a year. And only could drink, like, Simfast, eat soups, and stuff like that through a straw. And so during that year, I had a very, I hated food. I didn't want anything to do with it because everybody else was eating stuff, and I had to drink liquid. Uh, And then we became poor, and, like, we were eating one meal a day. And uh, so at any time, if I had an ability to get food, I would eat as much as possible. Because I didn't know when... The next time I would be able to eat more food because uh, like it, at one point I was eating like we were eating Easy Mac and like tuna fish, like a pack of eating Easy Mac with tuna fish in it. Like that's just how bad things were. And like it happens. It's life. Uh, or I was like making food for grandma, Kevin, me, Alec, my mom, and I had to share what we had with five people. Uh, and then so anytime I got food, I ate as much as I could. And then I got to, in high school, I was better. Like, I I was still, like, 350, 360, but, like, I think I carried my weight well, and I liked how I looked at that point. And then I got to college, and I had money, and so I ate when my friends were eating. I would drink a lot, partying, fast food, pizza, uh, huge plates. Just, I had a really unhealthy relationship. And so that's definitely a 
very big thing for me is figuring out how to have a healthy relationship with food. And I think the one of the obstacles with my relationship with food is my like constant changing of money. Like, I don't think for at any point in my adult life, I've had a consistent amount of money coming in at the same time. It's either I have a bunch of money coming in or I have no money coming in. So if I, for example, like started doing, we started doing keto and I enjoyed it, but keto is expensive and it was working for me. But then my influx of money went away and I had to get off keto and try something else. And so I'm constantly like shifting what we're trying or what we're doing to try to figure out something that works. And either works and it's great and we could do it for a while, something happens where it changes. Uh, so that seems to be my mental thing is just figuring out and getting over like i'm low i'm i'm constantly low like it's just where i am at in my life like uh just mentally low like and it's been that way for a while like not suicidal low or anything like that it's just i'm at what is normal for me at this point uh i think figuring out a relationship with food and figuring out how to not be low like I said, just waking up and being happy and not worrying is something that eventually I'll figure it out. Like, I'm not going to give up on life. I'm, I don't want to die. I want to live for a while. Like, I still want kids, maybe at some point, I want a wife and stuff like that. Uh, it's just a matter of being mad. <laughs> that's, that's that stupid misogynistic fucking viewpoint of America uh, or the world is being mad enough to seek help. Like, and you know, being like we're, mi- we're all mixed. In black communities, mental health isn't something that is often discussed or looked at. It's usually frowned upon. Like at least when I was growing up, it was that way. So like seeking help is a very difficult thing for me. Like it got to a point in college where I was working with a professor on a thing that would have made would have boosted me to a career. It would have boosted me to a career. We were writing papers on white privilege. We were ahead of the time with white privilege. And uh my depression got so bad that she took me off the project because I wouldn't go get help. She would let me stay on the project if I would have went and talked to a psychologist about my depression, got medicine and stuff like that. But it was such a, it's so ingrained in me. Like I don't need help. Like I can get over it myself that I didn't. And I threw away a life changing possibility because I was too selfish or too stubborn to seek the help that was clearly needed. That's a big one too, though. I mean, again, uh, you can kind of attest society to a lot of that. I mean, kind of as you're saying before, um, a lot of people have that ingrained in them, and sometimes you really do. You know, mm-hmm. being able to admit that is one of the big things. And you know, it's not just with that, but with a lot of things in life, whether it's school, work, whatever. You know, if you need help, you know, get. The help that you need that's how you're going to be more successful or find a way to be, be more successful um which is interesting because you know kind of have like some of the same mental roadblocks as, as that is you know never really having the structure to get the help that you need so um you really never chose to do so mm-hmm. um and now that and that's like in my past, right? Now to the point where I've gotten to now, I have a lot more of structure, um, more of a structure, so I can get the help or talk to people that I need, whatever the case is there. Um, 
but I have a huge fear of not being able to perform to the level that I expect myself to be able to. Um, that's going to probably be my biggest roadblock when it comes to a lot of things. Um, especially like with something like this, like with the whole podcast thing, you know, I feel like I'm not going to be very good at talking. I'm not going to be captivating or take people's attention or have input that people even, or output rather that people even care about. So it concerns me in the back end in my brain that I'm just not going to do well. Um, but this is kind of like one of my, you know, doing this whole project is just kind of one of my things to kind of help move myself forward in a direction of, you know, regardless of whether or not I can perform to how well I think I can, it's a matter of trying. And then if I find that I'm not, can I increase my performance from there? Uh, the same thing goes with like school and work and things like that. Um, a lot of the time, um, which I got over and with work, which is really cool because I got to where I'm at now, managing an entire store um, and things like that. But uh with school, that's always been my biggest fear is like, I want to get into other things, you know, number related, accounting, mathematics related, things like that. Um, but I always fear that I'm not going to perform to the level that I believe I'm capable of, um, which in a lot of cases are a lot of things that I've been interested in getting started in. I just don't start at all because I would rather kind of, kind of back to what Alec was saying, you know, you know, but a little bit different where I won't try because I feel like I can't perform to the level that I think I should be able to. So because of that, I just don't try at all. Um, and that's been a big, big mental block for me for probably the entirety of my life. Um, it kind of started with back in high, uh, high school, middle school, high school, um, where I actually broke records for track running. Um, and then shortly after broke my ankle. Um, and then from that day on, I just never tried it again. I never ran track. Um, even though my ankle healed fine, I could run, I could do all those things. I always avoided it because I never tried again because of the fact that if I can't perform at the best of my ability, I don't want to do it at all. So I guess in a sense, it's kind of the same thing that you were talking about, Alec, where you'd rather, you'd rather not even go for it if you could potentially have it and then lose it. Mm -hmm. um, kind of the same sort of scenario where um, I don't want to try if I can't guarantee that I can perform at what my expectations are. So, yeah, I like to go on that. I think like one of the things that like reaffirms all that for me, at least, is like when you do something and then the first thing someone says is, oh, I've seen you do better. Especially when it's something that you're like proud of or like you, you felt like you worked really hard on. Mm -hmm. And the one of the first things you hear for critique is I've seen you do better. And it's like. Yeah, but fuck. <laughs> like there's not much you can like you can do. And like I didn't draw for a really long time. Uh as just an example. I was told that drawing was gonna take me nowhere, so I stopped drawing from seventh grade to about sophomore junior year, which is a decent amount of time. Especially since that's the big development years that someone has. And then after that, I drew only in class. And, like, you have situations where you do something where, like, you get that, like, and people are like, wow, that's really good. If only you put more effort into it. And you're like, yeah, I know. 
that's going to be great. But if I put all that effort into one thing and then I do something that doesn't live up to that one thing, it, it's, it's, it's going to relate to everything for you rather yeah. than just that, just that piece. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I've done that many times in my life. Uh, I use drawing mostly as an example, like in college, we're supposed to put 20 hours into a drawing. I put four into it. And like, after honestly telling the teacher, I only put four into it. He's like, it's really good. Like, I bet you could make something that's like amazing for, you know, 20 bucks or 20 bucks with 20 hours. And, but you only put four in, so I can only give you a B, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. And if I did put that full 20 hours in, I'm sure something amazing would come out. But then I feel like that's just a bar and a standard that any lower, I, it, it starts that downward spiral. And it's not obviously as big, but. And right, like, to put in the twenty to put in the twenty hours of work and then potentially also get a B, then what yeah, that yeah. you know, how it affects you emotionally or mentally in that aspect. Mm-hmm. That's just that's mm-hmm. how things are. Like I, I half ass things. That's also a problem I have. I half ass things because of that. And like you shouldn't, you really shouldn't. You should put all your effort in because and you should realize that not you're not always gonna be on the top. Mm-hmm. Like you always have something that was you're gonna consider better than what you put out. And there's always going to be something that someone else considers that you're going to be put out. And there's going to be people that think this is the best fucking thing you've done the whole time. But, like, that mentality is hard to constantly think about. It's hard to constantly be that positive on it all, you know? Especially if it's something you hate. So That's for sure. For sure. It's definitely uh, one of those things that I always wonder um, for people who are very successful in their field. Um you know, in terms of uh, a mentality or a mindset that they have, you know, are those people who are in that position content? Are they okay with where they're at? Um, or are they constantly pushing to do better? And I know that there's going to be a spectrum of answers to that, right? You know, you got some people who are okay with where they're at, so they're there. Um, you got others who are constantly striving to do better. Um, but I always wonder, like, in terms of, I guess, like the analytics on that or the amount of people i wonder if there's more people who are okay with just being where they're at or is there more people who are constantly striving to get better there's kind of like a weird thing that i've always wondered um i i I feel like if we were to do that then the question would arise is it like are these people content with where they're at because they haven't got to live where they could be and like if we were these guys in a situation where they live a whole month where what happens if you know they worked hard and got promoted to the next seat or whatever, like the next bracket, whatever, and like would that motivate them to go up or would they still be like, no, I was happier back when you know I wasn't living paycheck paycheck, but I was like a decent amount compared to like having everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's one of those things, right? Like you gotta you gotta wonder. You gotta wonder. Well, this episode uh, got a lot more deep than originally anticipated when I when we wrote up the script and Louis looking at what we wanted to talk about, uh, which isn't a bad thing. I, I'm happy with how this episode went. Uh, I think it gives a good example of who we are, what we think, where we're going, what we want to do. Uh, in the future, obviously, uh, this is a very deep episode. Uh, in the future, if we talk about something that is potentially triggering triggering we will have a 
warning in the intro to let you guys know that it's potentially triggering. Triggering. Uh, I can't say that word right now. <laughs> uh, uh, that's for goddamn uh, sure. When we do anime episodes or movies or any pop culture thing, uh, we would definitely give you guys a spoiler alert as well. Uh, speaking of that, our next episode is anime. Right? Is anime. Hey. Where we will be talking about our favorite Kirby. animes, things like that. So, uh, spoiler warning ahead of time. Uh, but this it will man, also let you know before. This man's uh, a week, straight up. This man's a week. We will be having a competition between those two to see who is the weebiest weeb. Uh, I'm going to pick out images from animes and have them uh, compare who it is. Uh, Listen, we already piloted this and you destroyed <laughs> me. Okay. I didn't destroy you, dude. Okay. I knew like one and you were like, um, yes, that, that's the one from um, 1992, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, oh, oh my. It's not my fault that someone was putting in Netflix anime. Okay. Okay. Okay, dude. <laughs> okay, dude. Okay. And he's just running okay. the thing out. He's like, oh, it was. All right, all right. Yeah, you know it's not even like that. You know you're just a. Hey, man, make sure you put some things with like little girls in it because I heard (laughs) those type of. Okay, that's really fucking weird, dude. Oh, you don't look at the post. Is that is that a no game? No No game, no life. Oh, bleach. What is is one of the main characters in no no game, no life? Oh, 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 oh. Well, thank you guys uh, for doing this podcast. Uh, with me, appreciate oh. you guys. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought we got, like I said, got deep. Uh, thank you yeah. everybody for listening at home. If you are listening at home, uh, it also sh- you go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, and also like, um, it's kind of the first episode, so it's it's we're gonna probably um, how we approach a lot of the topics is probably gonna change a lot in the future. Um, you know, getting a feel for how we want things to be laid out or how we want to present it to others um, is definitely going to be a constant work in progress. Um, and again, that structure of how, you know, how our podcast is laid out will definitely change over time. Um, but thanks for sticking with it and bearing with us. And I, I want bearing to with it and sticking with us. Wow. Words are hard. I want to have a special thanks to uh, anyone who's listening to us on public transport. Cause that sucks. Um, but at least we we helped you with that, and and uh, also anyone that's listening to this like way in the future, if we blow up, and we're like, oh, let's see what it started. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we weren't that good. I'm, <laughs> Here's the truth. Or behind the time, you know what I'm saying? Like my bad. Hopefully, speaking of that, uh, time to sell out. Uh, like us on like and subscribe us on YouTube, uh, whatever platform you are listening to this. Like us on there. Share it with your friends on Facebook. Uh, and if you look at the shirt that Xavier is wearing, if you're watching Merch. on YouTube or Alec, we or the picture behind me, the Martin Luther King and uh, Malcolm X picture, all of these are available on sirbude.com slash merch where Alec designs Boy, all built, of our merch. Look how, look how clear that is. I built like a billboard, dog. God <laughs> damn. Uh, we have a lot of cool designs on there, a lot of hoodies, shirts, pants, the whole nine. I think you guys would like it. So that was a sellout time of the episode. So, again, thank you guys very much for uh, watching yeah. and listening, and uh, we will see you. Like, comment, subscribe. Soon. Talk shit to us so we can debate with you. If you know for what sure, I mean. for sure. <laughs> no. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. 
All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.